Hey, what's up? Welcome to RPG <laughs> <you> Revolver. <laughs> what the long pause is for? That, that awkward pause. <laughs> Some people would call that a pregnant pause. Oh, yeah, but yeah, because you'd be expecting something, right? Is that is that is that where that from? Um, yeah, probably a little bit. Now, um, thanks for tuning back in. Um, sorry about last episode with some technical well, and DM difficulties. I don't know if that's going to be a whole episode, but between uh, three. And now yeah. it might just be a clip at the end of what we dealt with or yeah. uh, previously Hopefully at the some... beginning of this one. I'm not sure, but it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of usable material. Yeah. Sorry. That's my fault. Look, we, um, all had to, we all had to live through it once. I will have to live through it twice. I'm not going to put that on an unsuspecting populace. Right. Um, if you want to see it, we might be able to put it up on Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. Just straight up Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be on the Mascus playlist. Unedited. Yeah. For some reason, Patreon just sent us a bill this month. What? Uh, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> a drunken Matt bill. Sorry. Yeah, that was, yeah, was bad. Yeah, yeah, was Sorry, Toker. Um, I shall strive to do better. I hope to be better when I grow up. Anyway, um, my wife Wait, says I'm be a better running drunk. out of time on that. What's that? Are you are tr- striving to be a better at drinking and getting drunk? or Just being a better person all around as I get older. Mm. Mm. Well, baby steps, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot. Have I told y'all that I will be a grandpa? Oh, you're, no. yeah. Almost like ten. What? My one of my sons is ten. One of my sons is yeah, twenty six. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. twenty six. And he's out there having sex without a condom. Jesus yeah. Christ! With his wife, no less. It's weird. Gross. So, uh, yeah. So come April, uh, yeah, I will be. Uh, I'll be Grandpa Matt. I don't know. We're, yeah, we're trying to figure out. Um, are you gonna be well, a grampy? I don't know. Papa. People really just, embrace the South Carolina edges. So yeah, we just go. With my people. great, my great grandfather. Uh, he, he was uh, Papa. That's what we call Papa. it. We had Papa and Meemaw. That's Tennessee. That was Tennessee right there. Um, my uh, my uh, grandmother my... hated that, and uh, she was she would never be called anything other than grandmother. That was it. Grandmother, grandmother. <laughs> so I had I had grandma A and grandma N, but my parents are Grammy and Grampy. That's Grammy. They're lesbian. What? What? My what? My parents are Grammy. And Grampy. Oh, Grampy. I didn't hear that last P. That, that, that's what confused I've never met your parents. So I didn't know. I thought you were giving out music. Yes, you have. Gonna say they were at my I? wedding, as were you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were all there. Yeah, I was there. I remember. It's most of it. No parts most. of it. I got home like safely. Yeah, so how much do you remember from last week? <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, a little bit. 
Um, I, I remember some of the frustrations, and I remember enough that I uh, failed pretty badly. Um, don't drink so. the end, but if you do, drink to forget. Yeah, well, that's what I was doing, and I was drinking. Um, yeah, I mean, I was. I should. I should have held off on the hundred proof spiced rum a little bit. Yes, I like it. On that, it's like my inner pirate. Kevin, I briefly met your father once, but I don't have an image of him on my brain. All I can see is Tom Anderson from Beavis and Butthead. Is that close, sir? Actually, yes. That is very close. Boy, it's been a whacking in my tool shed. Whacking in my tool shed. (laughs) (laughs) I have zero recollection of your father at all. Or Grammy. Either one of those. So, anyway. The lesbian grandmother you have. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you said Grammy and Grammy. Grammy A or Grammy and Grammy. That's what he said. So That's what I was like. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's fine. That yeah, works. There was some other questions age, I was right? going to have to follow up with that, but a <laughs> hundred-year-old <laughs> lesbian couple—that's that's not new. That's, that's pretty much what Walter was popular. They, they made a, a Netflix show about that. Did they really? Well, they weren't a hundred, but it—it—they uh, were over forty. Frankie, Frankie, and. Grace and Frankie, but but they're not lesbians. Their husbands, they they just their husbands were gay and ended up marrying each other. (laughs) So they were like just their roommates. Yeah, their roommates. But yeah, (laughs) that's not the same at all. (laughs) No, No, their husbands were gay. Yeah, they were. I knew there was. Homosexuality somewhere in the comedy. <laughs> the homosexuality. <laughs> Plus, everyone knows how girls are when they sleep over. Yeah. Everybody knows that. All girls are a little gay, right? A little bit. With enough wine. <laughs> so are dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. That's what I was going to say. Is I feel like all people... Mm. A little bit. I think, I think that was Terrence's uh, game when he was younger. What? Anyway. You, made, you made me sound like some sort of big like hunter. <laughs> uh, voodoo. What about I'm not bringing voodoo? those stories up again. I've told them uh, before. I think they're they're on episodes. They're on 18 episodes of this of this uh, broadcast. <laughs> well documented. 144. Yeah. Well documented. Uh, and by the way, if uh, if Ter- uh, if Toker does uh, end up adding out most of last week, and you still like to see me at my best, um, you could just go watch our first season. <laughs> Pretty much every night of me getting tanked, um, and Frank's yelling at me. That was the that was always great too. So, but anyway, um, are y'all ready to get back into the tower's secret? I guess. <laughs> okay. I have to. No. I can I've just tell a, you what happens. I've got a tagline in my head about before we get into it. It's uh somehow it's like drink responsibly but without responsibility. That's that, yeah, that's something in something in there. Drink without responsibility would be first season Matt. <laughs> DM Matt should be drink responsibly 
without responsibility, which should remind you, I've got programs to run. Maybe not the hundred proof rub would be uh, the the alcohol of choice. Only when you're in the passenger seat, not when you're in the driver's seat. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe knock down to say fifty proof or lower. Yeah. I just Stick like it with a lot. Flavored vodkas. <laughs> Have you tried weed? <laughs> <laughs> I um. <laughs> yeah, there's a story. There's some stories there too. Be, speaking of taglines, that should be one for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried weed? I like that. I like it. And I'll be like this. I'll be like Kevin at the end of most of our shows. The um. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's rock and roll back into this. Last time, uh, from what I remember, um, we had uh, our party had made it up into uh, or made it into the uh, room where the the babies were and uh, were able to. uh, Not all of them were babies. Some of them kind of dissolved and disappeared as they tried to pick them up, but they were able to find four. And um, also learn a little bit more about the tower and about how the uh, this old man, this ancient, uh, had told y'all that he had kind of set everything up. This was for your benefit, for the townspeople's benefit. And he thought you all fools for rocking against it. Um, not sure y'all all believed him or not, but that's his pitch. Um, as he leads, uh, kind of leads you through that. As you, but ever since you picked up that last child, uh, the last baby, they're still asleep. Um, the uh, the mummified being that's been kind of hovering up above there. Um, two things have been happening: that 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 mummy, and then there's the um, shadowy cloud that's been kind of building in the southern part of the room. Um, it's actually a great shadow that's kind of was on the ceiling, and it's it's dripping from the ceiling like water. Um, it's just it looks like a shadow, but it's drip like I say, it's it's moving like a liquid and pooling on the floor. Um, and kind of encasing that whole area in a sort of darkness again. Um, but as you, uh, as the old ancient man kind of finishes talking, as he does that, the 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 mummified, what's that? The uh, the being that's kind of there in the north that's hovering above you, that's about 12, 15 feet tall. Uh, its mouth opens and water begins to pour out of it. Its eyes open and you hear a scream, which is weird from the eyes, but it opens its eyes and it begins to scream and then water begins to pour out of its eyes as well and keep pouring. Um, This begins to kind of move around the floor. So y'all are all kind of standing in a little bit of water. Um, And as you do this, you hear uh, a cry from the south. And we can go to the map if we're not already there. Yep. We're on the map. Okay. And within that pool of water, it's like a, um, as that emerging from that shadowy pool that's been dripping from the ceiling is a very large uh, watery, it looks like it's made from water creature that's kind of rising up out of that pool down there. Uh, and with it, uh, kind of a wave of water. It's, it's, um, it's a good six, seven inches, and it just kind of 
kind of flows upwards towards you and keeps flowing and it keeps rising a little bit very slowly but it's like a wave about six inches or so that kind of kind of flows its way towards you um you know i i feel like your movement's not too impeded by it but it's definitely i mean you're gonna be fighting in that water that makes sense uh gully um once that creature roars like that gully feels um almost like he's drawn to it feels uh like uh like a kinship to it or he feels like it's his friend and and there's just almost like a voice inside your head telling you to come to it um and i'm gonna need you, need you to give me a will save would this will save be a delicate task <laughs> um. <laughs> no wisdom's not bad okay uh <laughs> Eight under fourteen. Okay, so you make it. So you're able. You, you start. You start to take a step towards it, um, and as you do, uh, you, you kind of stop yourself. Um, you kind of, you kind of shake your head and kind of wake up a little bit, and you stop yourself, and and you feel the effects of it kind of wash away from you. At that point, that that drawing of that, um, and the beast screams again. And you also turn, if y'all were to look north, you will see that the um, the old man is not there anymore. I see him. He danced his <laughs> way right off the screen, huh? So he, um, yeah, he danced right off the screen. Um, the the mummy there guy. is continuing to... <laughs> Uh, the mommy there is continuing with its eyes and its mouth open. It's still pouring water out into the room as well. Well, okay. So what do you do? I don't know. Is this monster attacking us or are we just going to leave with these babies? <laughs> it's screaming. It's still coming up out of the water. Is there any kind of like intelligence or wisdom check we could do to know what kind of creature this is? Sure. Yeah, I would say um, I would say intelligence or wisdom. I'll you know I'll um, wisdom would be I would think maybe you've experienced or seen something like that, um, and intelligence would be just you know your knowledge of that. And Gully, I'll let you have a. I'll let you have an advantage on that because where you and, and it'll make more sense later why you would have that. Nope, a 16 and a 17. You're not sure what it is. It's just a giant, watery creature that looks terrifying. Valentine rolled a six under eight. Okay, Valentine, you do you know that it appears, it looks like something you've heard of before and it's been described to you before by some of the late people. It is called a water weird. Well, I tell everybody. W-Y-R-D. Do I know anything about them? I rolled a two under 15. Oh. Uh, yes. Let me get to that. Do we know if this thing hungers for dwarven flesh and we can all just sit safely knowing that Kevin's... Oh, no, you're not a dwarf anymore. He died. Orc flesh? Yeah. <laughs> man flesh. Hmm, man flesh. Hmm. Looks like dinner's back on the menu, guys. We've got man flesh. Okay, so you know that the uh, water weird has some interesting properties. 
um, has something that, um, and this is something that Erasmus knows, um, it can, if it hits you, you have to do a um, strength test or you, you could be possibly pulled underwater. So it can basically grab you. When it hits you, it can grab you and push you down into the water. Now it's a little bit deeper near the creature, um, close to a foot deep. It's not very deep, but it's definitely uh, a little deeper. And I'm gonna give you guys advantage on that uh, if that happens, just because you know, you're not in a lake or an ocean where it would normally be. But it can hold you underwater and possibly drown you. Uh, other than that, it's just uh, it is not a um, Normally, this one appears to be larger than ones you've seen, but it's hard to tell with them because they could vary in size and not really be any more powerful or less powerful than a smaller one. Um, Get the babies out of here. I got this. I'm going to hop up on one of those floating vanilla beans and peg this bitch with some pork belly. Looks like some rice. So you're attacking... Yeah, I'll give you. I mean, I'm gonna give you all a surprise round, basically, where you can move. You know, I'll let y'all you know move somewhere and attack if you want to, uh, while this thing is still coming up out of the the water. All right. Well, it's then I'm will... still forming. Whenever, let me know when I oh, can do my thing. Oh yeah. Um. So oh. you need to roll. <laughs> um. And it's a um. It's a plus three to hit it. Plus three to hit it. Yeah, then I definitely missed. I rolled two 18s. Yeesh. So he missed. So your uh, your little uh, burnt pieces of food, uh, they hit the water. They kind of, but it, it seems to be carried away by the the churning of the the water as it's coming up and the shadowy water that's pouring still down. I rolled a five. And that would grant me uh, 11 damage. Okay, 11 damage. As I bring my axe down upon its forming uh, claw. Okay. Holy crap. Uh, Do I have to add the plus three to cast magic? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. It's a plus three because I've got it. I've, I mean, it's a low, it's it should be a level four creature. I've got it kind of scaled back to a level three. So that's what I'm having y'all do. But I think if anything, every, for every, well, it's not three then because it's what it's for every one that's over. So one. Is that right? Yes, I'm wrong there. It's just one over. Yeah, it's just one plus one. Sorry about that. So every, so if a monster is more powerful than you, you add one for every Level, level that above it's you. above you. Yeah. yeah, so it's just plus one. Yeah, okay. Well, then I, even with the plus one, I, I managed to cast a magic missile at it. Okay. For nine damage. Damn, all right. And Valentine runs up and slashes at it with her sword. That's an eight with the plus one under 15. To hit four. Ooh. 14 damage. Right? Oh, oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's the wrong <laughs> thing. It's decent. It's going to be a higher number this time. Watch. No, I rolled D8s. Yes. I'm supposed to roll D6s. That's seven damage. Oh. 
so there. I thought you did All it right. the other way around. Mm-hmm. That's everybody went? Yep. Okay, roll initiative. Because we are only oh. still second level, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, before. Before. I rolled a 12 over 11. So after. After. Valentine. Before. All right. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I will. All right. I'm just fling in more chunky bits of this is biscuit that's been in my pocket for two weeks. So uh, gross. Uh, seven under fourteen. All right. So he'll take. Pretty sure it's two d six plus two. Yes. And uh, eleven damage. Damn it! Y'all are killing me. Okay, who's next? Uh, I'll uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm just doing the same thing as before, casting Magic Missile at. <laughs> All right. Which I do, um, barely, and for six damage. Okay. And Valentine. And Valentine slashes again, 11 under 15 for four damage. All right, and it gets to go. I didn't even know if I didn't know if it was going to make it, but it made it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta really adjust these a little bit, I think. But um, so um, yeah, you don't have to tell us that. Just give it more hit points. Steps. It steps forth uh, as it fully forms out of the water, and it is. Um, I'm not going to move it. I'm just going to let yeah. y'all. Imagine where it's going. So it steps out and it's going to take a uh, slash at. Um, so you did the most damage to it. I think it'll, it'll just go after. It'll go after um, the pink one there. Is that uh, Valentine? That's a me. All right. It's going to go after Valentine. And it's so. going to hit me. <laughs> Oh, yay. Because I rolled eight. I still have to add to my defense as well, right? The plus one? Uh, yes. Yeah, either way. It was 17 That's on the die. That's pretty much everything. So, no matter All what, right. how you're attacking me, you got Ooh. it. All right. It does 13 damage. I'm going to use a die. I'm using okay. one of those dies to negate that. Please and thank you. Um. Uh, I'm still going to need a strength test because I think it's still got a hold of you, even if it you didn't feel the blunt of it. And this is the one that I get advantage on, yeah. Now I'll give you all advantage because it's yeah, because it's it's not. You know, like I say the water's about a foot deep there. All right. For now. Just made it. Fourteen. All right. Under so you're able to kind of fight it off. Uh, it's 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 still got a kind of got a hold of you, and you're able to fight it off though, and still keep your head above above the water there. Is it? rants and rage, rages at you so and as far as i know this thing only gets one go so all right and that would be uh all right that would be his go I so go, i go after the monster yep so that's you i'm gonna try is he it's still holding on to valentine or has it yeah really it's got i mean there's i mean you have to imagine it doesn't have like two arms and two legs it's like it's a force of water and so there's a there's a part of the water that's just like 
pushing against her. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to swing in order to hopefully chop off the supply of water that is okay. directly assaulting my uh, traveling companion here. Okay. I roll a 7 under uh, 14. All right. And uh, 7 damage. Okay. Um I feel like it didn't seem to bother the creature as much, but you're able to disturb the water enough that it kind of just splashes over her and the the appendage doesn't reform over her. So you essentially accomplish what you set out to do. Sweet. On that. Really All right, so everybody initiative again. Before. <laughs> Before. Before. Uh, oh, natural one. Sweet. Before. Gets to go before All twice. Right. Everybody goes before. So who wants to go? <laughs> Chunky, I, went. Go I got I got natural one. I'm taking it. Go for it. <laughs> All right. What are y'all doing with the babies right now? I'm y'all still holding babies? I got He's like two babies on one arm bag. and I'm casting spells with the other. Yeah, like I don't have a baby on me at the moment. Oh, okay. I'm off immediately. Yeah, I never had a baby. So they just sprawled out on the floor behind us. <laughs> in the water. <laughs> you know, babies can drown in only two inches of water. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dumb babies. We only want to save the smart ones. The physical, it's a physical disability. They have, they do not have the ability to get themselves yeah. out of water, not that they don't want to. <laughs> or no, they need to be. I feel, yeah. I thought it was because they were face down and didn't know how to roll over. Like that's. Uh, you, you can't babysit Three, my grandchild. Four. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Don't want to. <laughs> All right, so I just make it with another magic missile. Like, All right, light it up. Out here. Uh, max damage for 12. Oh, my God. Okay. Who's next? I'll go. And that's an 11 under for four damage. Slash. Very good. All right, my turn. I charge in and take a swipe at its uh, the main body. Four under fourteen. Twelve damage. Good God! All right. I, I thumb a, a piece of biscuit up and catch it in the sling while it's in the air, and you can hear the. <laughs> The whistle of the sling. <laughs> As I sling it, oh, three on the die for a hit. And let's see if the damage matches that description. Nice. Right in the middle. Eight. Hey, that's pretty good. All right. Is that everybody? Think so. so monsters yeah. go as, as y'all uh, beat and batter it. You see, uh, much like what uh, uh, Kevin, what's your new character's name? It's uh, Brian no, it's not- Jones. Brian, yeah, much like Brian saw with cutting through the uh, uh, the kind of the watery appendage. You see other appendages break off and then try to reform, um, and you see a, a gush of that shadowy water on the ceiling kind of pour down into it. Um, kind of looks like it revitalized it a little bit, but this time it lashes out um, uh, a, 
and try to crash his past both the uh, he's trying to get away from these melee attackers basically around it and so they're gonna rush um, it's gonna move I guess that's Erasmus it's gonna move to Erasmus there on the right closest ranged attacker and just just kind of in a rage head over that way and try to attack him Defend Erasmus. Oh, Defend yeah, yourself. Yeah, sorry. 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 <laughs> oh, let's see. This is a melee attack? Yes. All right, I rolled 712, so I so you, dodge out of the way. You're able to make it. Um, as it swings at you, you see that the kind of the appendage that it kind of swings down at you, it, it misses and it kind of breaks off in, in a way and just kind of splashes into the water. There at your feet, and the creatures, you know, uh, noticeably diminish in size from where it was when it was attached to the other water there at the southern end. Uh, the shadowy water and uh, at the southern end is also starting to kind of dissipate. And initiative. Uh, second. Before. After. Before. All right, two fours. Go ahead. I'll go. I swing and a miss. Right. Like to give it a description. Uh, this time. I. This time. <laughs> you have to do the description before you roll. You can't backtrack and then make it successful. Watch. I'm sure you have stuff. You uh. I, I flick out a, a these these grapes have been in my pocket so long they're now hard raisins, and those go into the, oh. the sling, and I sling them out, and I also miss. Sweet meat snow. No. Oh, no. Raisins are no good. Um, <clears throat> the creature having uh, you know just still in a fit of rage uh, tries to take another swing at Erasmus. Oh boy. Uh, defend. I rolled a two. I dodge again. Two is it, another appendage drops off of it, and its um, its body seems to drift away. Uh, you know, diminish even further. Um, something some of you notice it appears to be brighter in the um, beginning, kind of brighter in the room. All right, the afters. Uh, I'll follow up with a spell attack then. I. Uh, I only have one attack spell. I roll it. Um, and I mess up. So I've lost all my attacks for the turn for the, for the rest of the encounter. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Brian, you're up. All right. Is there... Are, you, you, it's getting brighter in the room. Is there a length of water that seems to be attaching to the shadow thing so uh strike at and free this whatever this thing is from the shadow so it it uh there is um you you kind of notice that you kind of focus on it there's a it's a thin there's a thin thread it is i mean very th very thin like a thread or a ribbon um, that you kind of catch out of the corner of your eye just as a distortion or something that's stretching from that shadow uh, over to the creature. 
Well, that's what I'm attacking, that thin thread. Alright, I'm gonna make you do a plus four on that, because it is... You're gonna have to kind of jump up in the water to kind of reach it. Uh, I rolled a 13 under 14, but with the plus four, I miss. But I will alert the group to what I see. Yeah. You gotta see Brian, like, uh, instead of attacking a creature, he's, like, jumping up in the air and... Kind of like that. Classic Brian. So, but he draws your attention to that. <laughs> no, the, the the thread hit the the shadow thread. All right, and initiative. Okay. After. Natural. After. All right, Gully. This one I've got two. I've got two slings. Oh God! So you got, uh, you going after the creature? You gonna try to try to hit that thread with a chicken bone? Which one's more dangerous, the creature or the thread? I don't know. Yeah, I'm the thread seems the to be attached to. Uh, it's, it seems to be stretched out to the ceiling and then attached to that creature. It's a very dark, shadowy-looking, ominous thread. As scary as sewing can be, it is. I'm going to attack the creature. The thread's too scary to attack. You've described it too well. Yeah. (laughs) You guys have got to roll panic just looking at it. Uh, I definitely hit the creature. Okay. Do it. (laughs) Ten damage. That's pretty good. I know it is. Uh, It screams at you, and you see it's, I mean, it's down to about the size of... Uh, of a person now it's it's a it's more of a medium-sized creature versus a big gargantuan uh water spirit um at this the creature um tries to flee north and as the room has gotten brighter y'all notice there's a door there it's shut it looks ajar on the map ignore that it is shut uh but it's heading that way and the afters I'm going to take another swing at that thread. Eight. And then it's a plus four, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's 12 under four. Uh, you hit under it. under 14. Okay. So I hit it. <laughs> so um, you jump up with your... You have a, What kind of weapon do you have? An axe. <clears throat> you jump up with your... That's sort of the exact same character. Uh, so you jump up with your axe and come down. It hits the thread. It it resists more than you anticipated. Like when you when you slice into it, it's almost like it, it almost reverb like um, what's the word reverberates you or okay yeah almost like that. And then you hear it's a twang just like you'd hear like a tight thread like a guitar string or some type of lute or something a string break and it's just like and it it bursts. When it does, uh, there's a force that kind of blows you backwards and you go skidding across the room on your back through the water. Um, and the creature, you hear it scream again, uh, and the creature just explodes. It's just water just everywhere. The shadow in the ceiling, uh, it doesn't um, it doesn't explode, but it seems like it recoils and starts to dissipate back into the ceiling. Uh, at this point, there's about three feet of water around where the shadow was, and it kind of grades down to about a foot that's over there near the where the northern door is. 
other than that, there's nothing else in the room. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Let's take these babies. Yeah, get those babies. Let's go. I mean, I already blasted the shit out of that mummy last the session. Last session, not at the, the mummy. As uh, during the combat, as it continued to pour water, at some point, it it, it basically crumbled to dust into the water. <laughs> at that point, so it's it's basically no longer there. The orb and everything; those things are still floating there. Although the light within them has gone dim. Um, the babies, as you start to move towards an exit, your exit you choose, um, the babies begin to cry. Uh, it's not a painful cry is the cry of need of wanting to be held of wanting to be fed of it's a normal baby cry they've been sleeping this whole time i cast summon breasts no. <laughs> i have only hey, eight, <laughs> 18 <laughs> titties fall out <laughs> i just see your arm your whole arm is just nipples it's just like <laughs> Nipple fingers. <laughs> it's just like the hot dog fingers from everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, don't say hot they dogs. A, Anytime I say hot dogs in this show, it makes I guess me think te- of noob. Teats of benevolence by it's it's a it's a <laughs> for the the dog god. So I, I just grow six. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you can check the doors to the north. You can try to go back out through the weird dark place to the east that y'all came in from. The door there is still open. The door, uh, door to, to the, the north. north. To the north. All right, it's closed. No one should try to open it. Well, we're well below street level, right? Like, uh, y'all came down. Um, I don't mean I forget how many like flights of stairs. Far wasn't it? Long way. Long way. All right. So yeah, uh, somebody open this door. Okay. Uh, you all approach the door, and there's a uh, big giant rings on it. This is a you know a double door, um, ten feet wide on each side. And there's some big, pretty big rings on there. And so uh, you clasp those rings, and, and y'all you pull. It takes a couple of you because it's a pretty heavy door. And then there's like a foot of wire you're trying to displace, and you get the um, you get the door open. And as it cracks, as the door kind of breaches, um, sunlight pours in bright sunlight and you hear um not the cries of battle um it's loud and what you have mistaken for a while now you realize that the cries are actually of 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 joy of celebration as you open the doors um out and before you is a grand balcony that stretches out uh, about 30 to 40 feet from the tower as you'll step out on it uh, you realize that you're near the top of the tower uh, on a balcony overlooking the town. Huh. The, you're welcome! Um, we saved the day! Below you, it appears, uh, you know, uh, if you look around, you can look down below, you can see the townspeople on the bridge, most of them are celebrating. You see um, a few uh, of the Crimson Guard, the, you can kind of make out their little bodies as they're, you know, lying around on the ground. There's a lot of townspeople city folk uh lying around on the ground too um the tower doors down there appear to be shut and there's no more crimson guard around it's like the for all intents and purposes it looks like the, the townspeople drove them back into the tower or from what you can tell it looks like uh you know the battle's over down there um 
while you're talking, or while y'all are kind of looking around trying to get your bearings, um, the uh, the old man appears again, um, kind of beside you, and he's outside now with you, but close to the door. And while he's out here, he he let, looks less um, opaque, I guess. Uh, he's 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 very incorporeal. Uh, almost translucent and then out here in the sun you can you can kind of see that more where in the shadow of the tower he seemed to be much more substantial um as he talks to you he says so um this was never one of the towers that we thought would fall honestly you idiots had it pretty good one of the side (laughs) effects of the tower was quite beneficial to you Uh, you know although the drawback of having really bad times for a couple years and having to take your children was obviously not um, ideal but for all intents and purposes it it worked very well Um, you realize that will cease now and are you ready for what is to come sure for this tower as as he's talking uh, the water from inside that room there was a lot of water in there and the water is like running out of the tower to the door that you guys open and pouring down the sides of the tower running down uh, down to the base of it as the tower kind of empties of all that water. Uh, and it looks very much just like regular water there um, as it as it kind of pours down. Um, let's see, let me find my notes. So as, um, as he explains and he's standing there, uh, out of the corner of y'all's eyes, since y'all have seen this before, it's a little more noticeable now, you see another one of those threads attached to uh, the uh, the old man or the ancient standing there. You got any questions for him, or uh, what do you what do you guys want to do? He What's seems to be talkative. Thing? Okay. How no, do we get out of this dump? Really. Oh, go back the way you came. <laughs> back up the stairs as they are. Um, and there's not a I you realize by now. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's right there. It's very fast, quick, even. Uh, it may be better for you if you did that. Um, but no, as you uh, probably realize, this is uh, this is the uh, the tower, one of the towers of water, and the one that is the towers of water's illusion. So much of the tower is that, and it will remain that for that power still here. But what was in the tower is no longer in there. Well, good. Very good. So you can go out. Um, to, you cut the thread. Yeah. Okay. So you cut the thread, and uh, you see the old man kind of, kind of grin at you a little bit as he dissipates, fades away. So I cut it. I say, my dad's um, a kind of big deal around here. We don't need you. There you go. So I, um, I don't have to so, live in this town. If it starts to get shitty. I'll move. <laughs> So um, as the water pours out of the temple, it continues. It's going to take a while for all that water to kind of kind of drain out of there on its own. You guys um, make your way back in, back up the stairs. Uh, it's much brighter in there now. It looks much less scary. It's just kind of a, a cave, uh, but you still have the sense of you're going up. But it's like, um, I'll say this, like the, the muscles in your legs that are normally you feel uh, being used to go up 
uh, are, are not being used. And it's more kind of the, the backs of your muscles, those I the hamstrings or whatever they are, that, uh, that you would feel more when you were going down. So it's just, it's, it's a very illusionary place, but uh, you make it out. While you guys make it out to the town, everybody's like super excited. Um, y'all, y'all do find, um, you find Jack's wife who's you know crying over his body, unfortunately, and uh, but she is ecstatic that you know she's able to save because uh, one of those babies was hers, and uh, it might take some time to find the parents of the other three, but um, y'all did well in saving them. Um, over the course of the next week or two, uh, the water from the tower, uh, part of that water, just through the streets, uh, just through the city drains, out through little brooks. And creeks and uh, into rivers and eventually all the way to um, the Haircroft Lake. And as it moves into that lake, if if you're awake at this time, it's it's in the wee hours of the morning, probably four or five, just before sun up. If you were awake at this time and is that my conscious, lake? yeah, I'll be out there on the f- happy hooker. He'll be out there on the happy hooker on the lake. Good, yeah. So um, anyone out on the lake would definitely feel this as, as that water kind of merges with the lake water. Um, and it takes a little while, uh, but there's definitely, uh, it feels like an earthquake, the ground shaking. Uh, it's a minor one. Some of the people awake may feel it. Uh, if you're out on the water, you definitely, the, the waves, you, start, you, get, you get swells that you're not normal, are not normal uh, for a lake. Uh, as if something great has been disturbed or something, something's moved or something, you know, a large animal or something's gone past you, but you, you definitely feel that on the boat. Um, the next morning, uh, an old codger down there by the lake goes out to sit, um, sit by the lake as he's done for the last 40 years and drink his coffee and just peer out over the lake. And as he does, he steps down to where his chair is and he steps into water, Not a lot of water. It's maybe an inch. Uh, just a small amount, but uh, he knows that in his whole life, the water has never been there at all. And um, that's where we leave it. All right. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> that is the secret of the tower. I've never um, seen a puddle there. <laughs> no, it's the lake water, the, the shoreline. Lake, I mean, yeah, the water. The lake's yeah, never the, been this high before. This high up before, so. There's extra um, water in that there lake. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'll stop. I'll give you a little bit of lore about this world, and there, there's 27 of these towers. Each tower has a different element. And you going to name each one of them? No. <laughs> um, yes, get it. Wait, I'll wait for everyone to get a pen and paper. Um, but so um, <laughs> this particular this particular tower, uh, although it had some benefits and drawbacks, it was. Uh, imprisoning a certain being in it um and we'll call him um delvin so <laughs> delvin the wet we'll see what happens uh if we ever return here it'll be years later when we play years later if you ever want to for <laughs> i think we'll have some uh you know higher level level characters a little bit higher level coming back to this because um that was basically a piece of it um keeping the other part asleep so but anyway, thanks for sticking with me through this. I know it's been a little bit rough at times. Um, hopefully it wasn't too bad. A rough um, beginning, a really <laughs> rough middle, but a smooth ending. 
All right, that's that's what I like. I like that on the toilet and a lot of other places, so it's good. Well, you got to break it up more than that. The <laughs> hurricane and technical issues really screwed yeah. for session zero. And then the next week was a lot of fun. And then the week after that first hour was a lot of fun. And yeah. then... <laughs> it quickly descended. Yeah. We're happens. doing this for you. Not that I've never jammed this before. for but I have yeah. the good grace to fall asleep while doing it, so just letting it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, um, yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all's uh, patience and uh, your grace. Um, I've gotten, I've jibbed and gotten mad and just quit because things weren't working out really? the way I'd planned. Oh yeah, uh, nothing. Yeah. I nothing I planned for almost nothing worked out the way I planned except for the stuff that I just strong armed. Yeah, I, um, I had this whole campaign built around. Uh, this big boss and uh, Jeff from Raiders of the Lark uh, yeah. basically one shotted it as soon as it showed up, and uh, I got I got I got real in my feels about it, and I, I just stood up from the table. I went, the monster's dead. I grabbed my smokes and I went outside and smoked, and I didn't come back dead. in until they left. Oh, <laughs> I, was, <let> me tell- <laughs> I was fucking mad. <laughs> 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 and then there was this time where I had these two werewolves show up in Savage World and Jeff, uh, Raiders of the Lark. He one shot at them, and uh, I just turned the Zoom call off. I was uh... <laughs> in the middle of Raiders of the Lark. <laughs> no, no, this oh, is before not... we started. Recording. Oh, you're not. Yeah, you're not running that. That's right. That's... No. Harris is running that one. No, uh, um... <laughs> Jeff. Jeff is a, a, a he's a power gamer, and sometimes he throws some stuff on you. And you're just like ah, but I. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm yeah. out. Done. You win. You win yeah, this game. Power there should be no winners. Gamers. He's so bad. So he's just like, hmm. and then you know, I could have easily been like, well, the monster has more hit points, or the, the there's more than one werewolf, or whatever. But at inside, I knew that you he had, had, he had won already, <laughs> and it just it drained all the enjoyment out of it for me at that. Point. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, it, it beat you. It, in Jeff's defense, because I'm pretty sure he listens to. I don't want to hear that, Kevin. Everything we put out. <laughs> defend, I think, I think he has gotten better and has gone more, way more skills monkey focused than than well, kill it in one shot. Guy. Jeff will always be the gamer that has a character that has an answer for most things. Yeah, just he can't help it. And there's, there's not a problem with that. It's just as a game master, I had to learn he's that dude and to, to roll with it. But I, I, I'll build this thing up with this, this big, bad, you know, just world-ending monster. <laughs> and Jeff goes, well, I do this and this and this, and it's 118 damage. And I'm like, all right, well, that was... Uh, uh, your weapons bypass DR. Oh, yeah, no, they got. Remember, I coded them with the the thing beforehand, and uh, I've got the the intelligent whatever. So, like, it bypasses resistance for that, and I'm just like, yep, yeah, nope, it's that's it's dead. Oh, well, you didn't have to kill it. You could have said it had more hit points, and I go, no, but I knew, I knew, yeah. I knew you killed it, and I'm gonna go outside and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just sit here and do nothing. Was I in there? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> that stuff always passed me by. Like it would just happen and everybody would be mad and I would just be looking around like from drawing and going, 
What's going on? Yeah, yeah playing magic over there by yourself, sitting in the game with us. That was, was always my thing. So everybody ready to play D and D? And Terrence says, "Yep." He pulls out one sheet of paper with his character sheet and then eight boxes of magic. He just starts making magic decks. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the best player in the world. In fact, I will gleefully tell you, I'm a much better GM than I am a player. I'm the I'm kind of the worst. Honestly, <laughs> I think honestly, I think both of y'all are very good at, at DMing games. I've had I always enjoy, always enjoy that um, a lot. And I, I would say this: it's a little, it was, it was a little bit intimidating doing this with y'all on here. But I'm glad you were because I would appreciate you know some of the feedback, and I think that's been helpful. And I definitely want to do it again. So maybe we'll do like an equestrian uh, tales uh, saga yeah. or something. I'll try and, to um, deliver. I'll try to deliver advice without threats of bodily harm next time. No, I, I I accept all forms of advice, including bodily harm. It's fine. Um, I I feel like though I think with the equestrian tales, I feel like there's a brony market out there that we can really tap into that's not really being served with the podcast and stuff. So Are you sure you want those subs? All right, whatever. Yeah. We'll take them. Yeah, we'll take them. We'll take them. Muskies or something? Are they muskies? Hey, hey, as long as they, yeah, as long as they come join the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Brony's always like Patreon, Look, if, they, so. if they can afford those giant costumes. Are we talk oh we're talking not talking about I'm talking about furries. I'm talking about furries. <laughs> talking about, we're talking about bronies. I, I wouldn't mind courting furries. Like if we did Albedo or one of those classic furry based RPGs, but like I don't know, bronies is the, the whole different. The fact that you know one off the rip. I mean once I get into a hobby, I, I get very deep into it. I look into a lot of facets, man. <laughs> you were a brony? Like, it took me it took me like a year to know literally everything about Doctor Who. <laughs> no, I've never been into like that. Oh. But, but like RPGs, well, you're not wearing I that love... one pineapple t-shirt. You're uh I knew I should have changed. What just... animal are you, Terrence? <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> uh polecat. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. It's an old time animal if I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm the first person I ever heard say that. The person I ever heard say it most was my grandmother, and we called her grandma, not the one that we called nanny. Bringing it all back. Okay, goodbye. Well, maybe we're not hey, done everyone. talking, Mahogany. Yeah, we are. Okay, bye. She said we are. Yes, we're done. So we're out. So anyway, try out if you're out there. You know, try out Black Hack. It's definitely a fun system. Uh, I, I utilized a part of it. There's a ton of stuff in there. A lot of cool uh, stuff for starting out DMing, and I read through a lot of it, which helped some. And um, definitely, if you need some random encounter stuff, there's they've got roll charts or whatever they're called for everything in there. It's it's pretty pretty wild. It's a really good. It's a good system. It's a fun system. It's easy to pick up and easy to play. Hopefully, y'all had fun. I feel like. For me, I feel like I, to mo- I think I had to modify every monster because I don't understand um, the hit point situation at all. Like that, um, that creature was a level four, um, and it would have had four, you know four d six of hit points. So that's um, what is that thirty two, right? Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Anyway, uh, y'all did like ninety five damage to it. And um, y'all would have fighting a lot of monsters. Not yeah, that's that's what I think. Maybe it's I need to build it up a little bit. But anyway, so that's probably on my end. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, It's a lot of fun. So definitely pick it up and try it. And uh, 
yeah hopefully we'll run it again here sometime too so but thanks for watching and now dung beetles The South Carolina dung beetle, also known locally as the poop scoopers. Look at that face. They're going to town on that. Close. The dookie beetle. <laughs> The dookie beetle makes its home in the marshlands of the South Carolina swamp. I've seen that many of them. <laughs>